0: Discounts not available in all states and situations.
1: There's no place to escape to. This is the last oh, podcast. On the left.
0: <laughs> Dead, your blade. That's when the cannibalism started.
2: What was that? Oh,
0: Man of... Oh. Norwegian is just difficult to learn. It's difficult to read. It's difficult to say. But I also, this is what I'm kind of upset about. So we're going to begin today, and I'm looking at you, Kissel. I'm uh-huh. looking at you, Dogmeat. And neither one of you decided to bring your Mjolnir amulet <laughs>
1: Because, ah, um, to yes. be
0: honest, I feel nude without it. I feel without courage, without valor, without uh-huh. assertiveness, which are the main qualities of the god Thor, of the
1: Isir branch of the tree of life. Wow. And I
0: gotta say, I'm fully into it now.
1: This is <laughs> wonderful. I can't wait to get to today's episode. Last podcast on the left, I am Ben Kissel, that's Marcus Parks. We have Henry Zabrowski in full, just man, you're into it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, 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 it's say almost that like I... he adopts anything that's put in front of him, like Scientology. Yes. Uh, oh, no. Yes. Yes. I know. I'm starting
1: slowly
0: absorb it. I just have it. I kind of have that ability, because as we'll talk
2: about it, a is Satru. a very provocative re- religion. It's Alsatruus. <laughs> All right. We're on to Norwegian black metal part two. So around the same time that Euronymous opened up his record shop, Hilvete, a young man from Bergen on the west coast of of Norway named Varg Vikernes showed up on the scene. Oh god,
1: appeared <laughs> to be exhausted. <laughs> I like Varg Vikernes. He sounds like a kicker, like, a, like an unbelievable NFL kicker. He does sound like the least talented person on an NFL football, like a team. Yeah.
2: So Varg, born Christian Larson Vikernes, had spent part of his childhood in the Middle East where his father had worked for Saddam Hussein, wow. developing computer programs to manipulate Iraq's economy. His father was Donald Rumsfeld. <laughs> yes.
1: No yes. way it wasn't. <laughs>
2: No. Unlike a lot of these black metal guys who came from fairly liberal backgrounds, Varg's parents were both, and still are, avowed racists. Hmm. But that still didn't stop him from getting upset with Varg when he started getting into Nazi shit at about the age of 15.
0: Varg, what are you doing? Varg, <laughs> put the helmets down. Varg, stop trying to put all of the dogs into that weird
1: chicken fence construction that you've made in the backyard. It's tough being a parent. You never know what you're going to get, you know? What's your kid going to be like? But you see, mother, I only put the dogs with the black hair into the chicken
0: wire. No, Varg, you don't understand. The problem is not what type of dogs you put in there. It's the fact that they are dogs and they are dogs.
1: Norwegian parenting, never easy. Varg said the reason why he liked the Germans were because they looked sharp,
2: Mm -hmm. they killed Americans, Mm. whom Varg hated, and they had better weapons. Is that true, though? They had pretty good weapons. Yeah, the Lugers hmm. a fine pistol. All right. They had they, a big gun. They had UFO technology.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah they, they
2: yeah. were
0: zip-zopping around, scaring the fucking Hilda folk, scaring <laughs> the countryside. They knew that weird shit was going on. They had the con- they had true contact with frill energy, yeah. mm-hmm. which these
2: guys have not. Like they've been searching for. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, is, like Varg, he was obsessed with these weapons. For some reason, neo Nazis are obsessed with weapons.
1: Yeah. They talk about weapons well, you know all the time. Well, you know the reason. Why? The world domination portion <laughs> of their ideology.
0: I think. Also, I think it's probably got something to do with lack of pleasing a
2: woman. <laughs> That's possible. So at about 14, Varg started playing guitar, and by 17, he had joined a band called Old Funeral. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is Honestly, that's just a normal funeral. <laughs> like, old, young funeral is kind of edgy, sort is of sad. sad. Old well, Funeral's sad. just like, it was a long life, a healthier life. <laughs> Baker for 50 years. Welcome to Baby Funeral. See, Baby Funeral, that's a name for a band. Baby Funeral. Boy Funeral. Is Any funeral fun. doesn't uh. rely on the actual normal decay of the human body. Old Funeral also sounds like what my father used to suck down before going into work. Just a bunch of oysters with, with cigarette ash on top of them. Uh, eventually, Varg left Old
2: Funeral. This is the reason why. These guys were just interested in
0: eating. They didn't care about my sawed-off shotgun or my dynamite or any of these things. They, they, they were just interested in hamburgers and food. And yeah. They had absolutely no
1: interest in the weapons that I liked. Hey, Vard, that's a really cool sawed-off shotgun, but have you, uh, have you seen the new burrito bowl over at Taco Bell? <laughs> You do not
0: understand. Will the burrito bowls c- kill your France? <laughs> <laughs> Over years, maybe yes. With your corporization, your McDonalds, your horrible Americanization—that's what you do, sucking down your hamburgers. Here, shot off shotgun. It is got. Oh,
1: you know, there's nothing American about this. It's just like the film Reservoir Dogs. I do. I might have to agree with Varg on this one. A band yeah. that just talks about food called Old Funeral. <laughs> it just sounds like everyone sits around sort of like waiting to get gout and just doesn't, I mean, what do you do with these people?
0: No, we're going to see this conflict a lot in black metal in general, where it's like they don't like normal teenager fun things. They all criticize each other for wanting to go get laid Mm. instead of and and eat food and hang out and smoke be smoke fucking cigarettes and drink beers and have a great time because you're in a band, you're touring everywhere, you're making friends everywhere. All he wants to do is talk about the fucking revolution. like, I don't give a shit about your stupid revolution. I'm trying to see tits.
2: Yeah, that was one of the things that they said about Euronymous. For a mayhem's like he just hung around the record store eating kebabs and drinking Coca-Cola all day. We wanted to burn churches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, teach yep. their own. What about the hamburger thing? I mean, to bring Please Kill Me back into it, you know, Please Kill Me is like an oral history of punk in the 1970s in New York City. DD Ramon Ramone talked about hamburgers most of the time.
1: Hamburgers were big at the time. Hamburgers they were
0: hungry. <laughs> they, were street they were starving. They yeah. were the, the Ramones came from the street. And so yeah. they finally got a chance to just liberally buy burger, burgers at any point. They were super
2: jazzed about they it. They come from the street. They came from Queens. Well, which is on a street. There are streets in Queens.
1: Yeah, well, I'm out there. Oh, hey. That's uh. we, my, my city, my blood. I mean, I like that conversation. Yeah. This is before Food Network. This is before Guy Fieri, oh, Triple yeah. D. Oh, I no, mean, don't you this, fucking This say is good stuff, that though. the
0: Ramones were the first Guy Fieri. They were the, first the Ramones were the Guy stars. Fieri's
1: of, mu- of music. <laughs> Loving food. Flavortown, not about. Welcome to Flavortown. Deep, deep despair. Deep, deep gravy.
0: It's gravy.
1: Oh man, I'm,
2: I'm getting hungry. Now, after old funeral, Varg left the weapons and even the Nazi shit temporarily, and moved on to role-playing games <laughs> because all the older boys were getting into spellcast. Oh my goodness. And role-playing took Varg to two places:
1: occultism and fantasy, particularly Lord of the Rings. It took him to one place, everyone's (laughs) grandparents' basement. That's where it took him. Technically... Uh, In the end, what this could have done for Varg is make him the
0: coolest man on the face of the planet because (laughs) I know several people that started life very early doing role-playing games, and I'm not going to put even myself on that list. I think that you are putting
1: yourself on that list. I
0: am just saying that there's a lot of kids out there that started role-playing games at eight, nine years old that have blossomed into successful Creative, loving people <laughs> that added positive
1: things to life. What about Barb?
0: <laughs> what about Barb? That's what I want
2: to know. <laughs> My big question on today's episode is what about Vark? What about Vark? What about Bard <laughs> What about Vark? <laughs> well, Lord of the Rings in particular is where the name of one of the most influential black metal bands of all time, Varg's one man project, Bootersome, comes from. Bursum. His original name for Borsum was Urukhai. Now, in case you hmm. don't know, Ben, you <laughs> may not know this. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because you're fucking, edu- you're uneducated. Uh, because I you don't know because, about. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were not a part of the cool kids club like I was. Yeah, you're a reject. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I do have to say we were mostly practicing Bret Hart's sharpshooter in the figure four in the basement. So I don't know who was more nerdy growing up, yeah. but uh, mine had more physical pain involved. <laughs> I will
0: say mine had more writing and dice rolling, and yours had more sexual play with other
2: boys. <laughs>
1: well. <laughs> <laughs> if you looked at it through a certain lens, I suppose you could see it that
2: way. Well, the uruk this is for you, Ben. The Uruk-hai were created by Sauron late in the Third Age. From and, Lord of the Rings. And in the War of the Ring, the Urukai made up a large part of Saruman's army together with the Dunlendings, man enemies of Rohan. They were man enemies. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, yeah, there's orc enemies and man enemies. Oh. For the Dunlandings had sided against the rest of man in the war for the One Ring.
1: Oh, my. I'm, I'm just so flat. I need a hit of my inhaler after hearing <laughs> all of that. I'm flabbergasted. Now, these people, the orcs
2: and Sauron, they were the people that Varg identified with, the bad guys. And he despised the heroes in Lord of the mm. Rings. He said, quote, I hate dwarves and elves. The elves are fair, but typically Jewish.
1: But they're not. Well, this
2: barely makes sense in the yeah. context of the Lord of the Rings. Here. Well,
1: apparently,
0: if you, re- if, if you read the Silmarillion, um, the elves also have a traditional wedding dance that in- that has a bunch of people lifting people on chairs. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Well, that doesn't sound like an old funeral to me.
2: Well, that's a joke. But in the context of the Lord of the Rings series, as it actually is, uh-huh. the Silmarillion suggests that the orcs were actually descendants of the East Elves who were captured by Melkor and warped into the foul creatures in service of Sauron. So really, his whole metaphor about the elves mm. being too Jewish and him worshipping the orcs doesn't work at all.
1: No, no. where does Liv Tyler come into this? Because <laughs> I thought she was wonderful in those movies. All the guys in the band, all they wanted to say is, oh, I wish I could bang Liv Tyler, queen of the else.
0: Please put me in the forever place with Liv Tyler. Wouldn't that be amazing? And I said, no, put me in Mordor. That's where everything is cool is happening. Give me a King Kong or Ked game that's the one American thing I like and you put it in the main hall of Mordor next to the bathroom so I don't have to wait behind all those stinky orcs so I can
1: play my game and use the bathroom freely as a free man. Orc bathroom. That sounds more disgusting than Woodstock 99. The orc bathroom situation. I I don't ever want to think about it again. And
2: even that's a better name for a band than Old Funeral, Ork or- Bathroom. Orc Bathroom's a great
0: name for a band. Orc Bathroom's a good <laughs> name for a fucking band. Yes. That's pretty sweet. Orc Urinal. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: it could be that Varg himself put two and two together just like I did, and so he changed the name to Burzum. Okay. Now, Burzum comes from the inscription on the one ring, which reads... Ashnazg Durbatuluk Ashnazg Gimbatul Ashnazg Thrakatuluk Agborsum ishi
1: Krimbatul if you summon a demon in this room, man, I am gonna be pissed. I've got so much to do today, I cannot be fighting has, a, a dark lord. The old thing has
0: summoned is a 375-pound man who's about to knock on the door of the studio and go, um, excuse me, actually it's pronounced uh Schnazgdrpatuluk. Well that is the dark tongue of
2: Mordor. And it means
0: One ring to rule them all, one ring to find oh. them, one ring to bring them all, and in the Bursum bind them.
1: It's Nerd Church. It is Nerd Church, and I wish I had one of Varg's one of Varg's sawed-off shotguns right now.
2: Of course, the word
1: for darkness is Burzum. Oh.
2: See? Kissel, even you learn
1: today. I am learning. I learn every day. Every day yeah. I learn something new. Well, that isn't even the nerdiest thing about Varg's That's doctrine. not the nerdiest no, thing? That no. is
2: not the nerdiest thing about his adoption, adoption of Tolkien terminology. For his black metal name, Varg took the name Grishnak after the orc captain from Bra- Baradur who tried to eat Merry and Pippin but was killed by treebeard. Oh,
0: but that's but that's the thing. It's like when Natalie and I watch nature videos together. She always gets sad when that coyote eats or the cheetah eats, and I'm like, "But no, that that animal's got to eat too." That animal, yeah. I root for the orc
1: eating the hobbits (laughs) because he's got to eat. I I love the trees. When I watched the movie, I rooted for the Tree beard. I love the trees. I wonder why. (laughs) They're tall, and they protect people, and they're nice, and they're not mean like little people are, like you. Would you seem like you would just maybe go with
0: one specific tree named Bent, which is a tree (laughs) that just sits off to the side, just getting hammered and
1: telling all the trees what to do? That would be a great tree.
2: So I guess we are firmly in the camp, but Ben is an Ent, Henry is, of course, a Hobbit, and I would be an Elf. Oh, okay, so because you're with tall, the bow. I'm tall and fair. So are you a part of the elvish cabal that runs the media <laughs> and our government?
1: Interesting.
2: <laughs> well, if just the Grishnak wasn't enough to be nerdy, he went ahead and added a title to go along with it. And so Count Grishnak was born.
1: <laughs> yes. What the hell makes him a
2: Count? <laughs> well, he said that Count uh, was, uh, he actually took it from um, the Latin word Comtis, uh, which <laughs> <laughs> means like of the people or some shit like that. Com- I see. <laughs> so he was like, I am a Count. So of course people took it to be like some Dracula evil bullshit. It is typical that they would do that and not look at the Latin
1: roots of the uh, Yeah. We'll just call himself a Comtis because that's a funnier name <laughs> as well. well Comtis is a little bit more rock and roll.
0: Com- just sounds like a lovely woman, like our, uh, like a Mia Khalifa.
1: You <laughs> know what I mean? She's a,
0: she's a real Countess, like a, a royalty of com. Mm. But he would do the thing too, very often is what we'll talk about the, the further on. He would blame stuff on the count. Like he would say stuff of being like, well, that's something that the Count
2: would say. That's not something that Varg would say.
0: Yeah. Because he also changed his name Varg. He changed his name to, from Christian to Varg anyway. So he made uh. he has several different uh, personas inside of himself. And later, Varg is really what I'm going to say is the YouTube generation of Count Krishna. <laughs> Varg.
2: <laughs> Count Grishnuk. Now probably not surprisingly Varg is not alone in the metal world And taking his name from Lord of the Rings And honestly most of these bands That take their name from Lord of the Rings references Are pretty fucking awesome Like Morgoth, Sirith Ungol, Sirith Gorgor Amon Amarth <laughs> is fucking great Ooh. And Gorgoroth
0: Think about the amount of money that old spice could make making a black metal series of un- of deodorants <laughs> i don't <laughs> know Just if call they call wear it. deodorant
1: Morgoth, though ungal you don't <laughs> wear deodorant I don't think that they do wear deodorant. These the, guys, the black metal community, mm-hmm. they want to be—they want to have a full essence about them. But that's what you make it smell like: blood. You make it smell <laughs> like dog shit. You make it smell like, <laughs> like rotting corpse. I'm pretty sure that Axe already smells like all of those things. <laughs> you
0: Kissel, hey,
1: classic hot take wow. on modern day spray deodorants. Ben Kissel, come here—the last podcast on the left for his hot takes <laughs> on odor repellents. I'll tell you something about it for about after five or six of these BS. That's what I call Bud Lights. (laughs) This Axe Body Spray starts tasting pretty good. You're spraying it in your mouth, huh? (laughs) Yep. Mm. You told me to review it. (laughs) Oh, it burns. Oh, it
0: burns. (laughs) Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website, all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what's new. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. With Squarespace. Go head to Squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to Squarespace.com/slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do if you have another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. And if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Now, I love Babel, and I love what they're doing for the people of America, but I went on there to find out if I could learn Fremen in order for me to go and harness the desert power that it would take to finally get the raids of the sand planet Arrakis. Uh, but they said they only offer real languages and uh, stuff that can really help people travel. I think that's mostly what Babel's looking to do. They didn't really, like, I called customer service and I asked me, like, well, how can I possibly harness the power of a million Fremen? And they said, please, sir, stop calling. And I said, but I, I'm doing an ad for you currently while we're on the phone. And Babel, you know what? God love them. They helped me learn German. And in the end, they they were right, because German's a lot more useful. Here's a special limited-time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners, at babbel.com slash left. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules
2: and restrictions may apply. So let's get back to Varg. With the arrival of Burzum on the black metal scene, what Euronymous referred to as the Norwegian Black Circle was complete. And the shit-talking and one-upping that would eventually lead to arson and murder got kicked into high speed.
1: The Norwegian Black Circle is also, if I was a doctor, what I would call colon cancer. <laughs> I just want to pull that. I just put You've that got out. A, a black circle uh, in your gut, Mr. Kissel, that is the size of a...
0: I gotta say, a honeydew melon. I'm trying to find new fruits to compare tumors to.
2: <laughs> now, when Varg arrived on the scene, Euronymous was the de facto figurehead, as he owned the central meeting place of Helveta. In fact, Varg sometimes lived in the basement of the store when he was visiting Oslo, and at first, the two got along great. Mm-hmm. Along, with op- along with opening the record store, Euronymous had also started his own label,
1: Deathlike Silence Productions. <laughs> Deathlike?
2: Death-like silence, yeah. But what's so, yeah. what is yeah. that like? De- like death, like it's death-like silence means because when someone's for- dead, they're right. silent, except for when they start farting because sometimes the body farts and then sometimes also the air will come up out of their lungs and they'll go, uh, uh. Or when you felt shit, <laughs> like we've uh-huh. talked about before. Yeah. But de- death-like
0: silence is also kind of fun because it's ironic because they're anything but silent. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. it's music.
2: Right, so it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) They were originally called Poser Corpse. Ooh, I like that. Now, I think the name Poser Corpse tells you quite a bit about the attitude of the scene, especially with what was going to come later on. These people were obsessed with being authentic, being true, as they called it. True cult. True cult. It's got to be true cult. True (laughs) cult. That's what it means. (laughs) And most importantly, they were obsessed with being evil. And Uh, after a while- But at
1: some point, when you're so obsessed with being evil- you just become super lame, right? Well, yeah, of yes. course. Okay.
2: But that's yes. a, well, that's what these guys were doing, is that after a while it wasn't enough to just look weird, hang out in a dark room, pay for by your parents, and throw pigs heads out in the audience at shows. Eventually, in order to set yourself apart from what you think of as trend fans, you actually have to put your talk into action. Okay. And that's kind of what we're where we should learn
0: here. This is a learning moment. This is a teaching moment of Enjoy the journey, uh-huh. not just the destination. You know what I mean? The trip is the journey. Right. It's not just getting there. So enjoy it, all right? Just have some fun living in Euronymous' mother's record store Sure. while you're sitting there playing with heads. And guess what? Some of those heads, you know what you could do with them? Toss them in an oven. Cover them in oil, olive oil and some black pepper and some and some salt liberally. You toss it in there for about 350, three hours. Pig head in there. You get that. You get the fat to start to render on the cheeks of it. You shave it off on there. Ooh, mmm. Get that porch, porchetta. Mmm. You can suck all the meat out of all the crevices
1: of the skull. It's so juicy, it's filled with fat. Brain is nothing but fat. Mmm. It sounds like you, you're a member of, what was the name of that band that just talked about food? Huh? What's the name of the band that just talked about food? I don't know. Old Funeral. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're a member of Old Funeral right now.
2: Yes. Well, the funny thing about all that evil talk is that it actually came from a very Christian place. Now, this hmm. guy, these guys' brands of Satanism was not LeVean, but was actually closer to what's known as theistic Satanism, meaning they saw Satan as an actual, real entity. Hmm. Which just
0: means that they were they were sad
2: because <laughs> in the end
0: because that's why they gave so much shit to levey and they didn't like Anton levey because again he was out there using Satanism as a way to kind of have fun and express himself because what we now know is modern American leveyan Satanism is that it's a political stance a lot of the times and a lot of times it's really just about what we've talked about on the show before it's a funny form of atheism where they really just felt that if they were evil enough they could end the world yeah. or at least they just acted like it to each other and so Varg and Uranimus had a shit-talking competition where they probably got along with how much other shit that they hated in common and then eventually grew to fact being like, maybe we could just summon Satan. I mean, like, do you think maybe if we clap our hands hard enough, (laughs) if we just want it enough, if we could really just put it all out there on the microphone that we could summon Satan? I think so. I support you, Euronymous. So
1: it's like a uh, black metal version of a roast battle, (laughs) but regarding religion. So they really did believe that Jesus was a real Person at one point and was still the Lord and Savior and all that stuff.
2: Well, this theistic brand of Satanism says that both God and Satan are very real, though Mm. they are locked in an eternal battle of good and evil. The twist is Uh is that the black metal dudes were fighting on the side of evil in league with Satan,
1: as it were. Which one is Elijah Wood fighting for?
2: Elijah Wood is fighting for, I guess, God. All right. (sighs) (laughs) Good to know. Now, ironically, their belief in Satan actually made them more Christian than the majority of Norwegians. Out of the entire population of Norway, only 2 to 3% regularly attend church services, wow. despite Protestantism being the country's official religion. Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, there was a, there's a saying they talk about in Lords of Chaos. There's a saying uh, that uh, Norwegians go to church uh, three times in their life, and uh, the first and third time they're carried in. Oh. Yeah. That's when they do
1: something really good, and the whole town folks, they love (laughs) them, and they say, yay, celebration, yeah, 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 you killed the beast, you killed the beast. Now, the black metal guys definitely explored evil the way they
2: saw it in other ways. Euronymous, according to Varg, figured about the evilest thing you could do to spit in the face of God (laughs) would be to have anal sex with another dude. (laughs) Hey, Varg, hey, Varg, come here, man. Hey, you know wouldn't it just be like the most evil, like
0: crazy thing in the world to do, right? We do this thing where I mean another dude, right? We go out to like a movie, right? And we see a movie and we laugh a lot. You know, we get some popcorn together and we're together. And then, and then we go get some beers, right? And we're just, oh, drinking lots and lots of beers, just slapping each other on, on the lower back. Or touching each other's knees and stuff. And God is up <laughs> going, and I go, oh, stop it, Deuteronomy you stop it. <laughs> and then I go Uh-oh. back to the apartment with him and I put on some Al Green, you know? And it's like... do, dan, dan, oh and he's sitting there and he's removing his shirt and god is up there like oh you do this oh what am i going to do and then we fuck each other and then we stay together for 15 25 years
1: (laughs) well that is one way to spit in the face of god
0: yeah this this is what varg said because in the bible It says that you shall not let sperm fall to the ground. And we reasoned that if you shoved it up someone's ass into the sewer, then that's the worst thing you can do. That's Satanism. And Euronymous has
1: said, yes. Very loud. Did he call? He called it the sewer. The sewer. Yeah, he's like yeah. into the sewer, into the sewer. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and, but the whole like uh, I, I will say that is that's not the term to use when having foreplay. Sewer? Yeah, just stick like, it no. in my sewer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Honestly, though, you it hit is, you hit the right person. The right I person will, ex- will really like that because they can connect it to teenage mutant
2: ninja turtles. Oh, I see. <laughs> and yeah, and it's perhaps. like my butthole is where they live. It's where Leonardo lives. <laughs> Right. Well, all of this homosexual talk, this was going a little too far for Varg, who is a well-known homophobe along with the likes of Hellhammer. And they seem to have a justification for hating every other group, but it seems like gay people, like a lot of homophobes, it just makes them feel a little bit icky. They don't like
0: the the feelings that it makes them feel because maybe kind of deep down inside they wish they could kiss
1: another man. Yeah, yeah probably. I mean, the fact that Varg feels gay, Icky about anything is hilarious yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, they just don't like to say, "Ugh, these these gay." B-. And we'll get
2: much more into that in uh, the next episode, and how that attitude actually led to murder. Okay. Now Varg also said that Euronymous was into pretty much anything involving extreme sex acts, from child pornography to snuff films featuring dildos covered in nails and labias being hammered down to tables. <laughs> but as we Yikes. know, right? W- one thing is. Snuff films are total, complete horseshit. They probably exist at, like, the highest levels of wealth and decadence, but I Mm. seriously doubt a dead-ass broke musician running a record store in Oslo could get a hold of one. No,
0: no, no. You need to be invited to a Bilderberg... Meeting in order to get one, and then also, uh, you could just see that being total horseshit, covering the fact that euronymous was just a normal gay guy. They could that he's hanging out with Varg, and they're just talking shit about everybody. Like euronymous is talking shit about Hellhammer. He's talking shit about Dead. He's talking shit about the entire scene. He's talking shit about mayhem, and the entire time going to Varg, being like, "You get it, you get it, just like me." And Varg is for a while kind of playing along because what he is interested in, I, I think at this point is specifically when he met Euronymous. He's like, I'm going to destroy Euronymous. I should be the center of the black metal scene. Meanwhile Euronymous is sort of weirdly bathing in all of this attention and um, what apparently also Var got really upset with is that Euronymous had a a, he really loved crop tops (laughs) Mm. (laughs) and he would wear these crop top shirts and Var would be like he's sitting there and he's watching his disgusting fat belly just hanging over his black
2: pants and I just couldn't watch it wobble and Huh. All right. Like the blue meanie. Remember that? Great wrestler. Now, there is some debate as to who really introduced the evil brand of Satanism into the black metal scene. Some say it was Varg, some Uh say it was Euronymous, but uh, as Henry pointed out, and as it's pointed out in Lords of Chaos, what's most likely is these guys were just egging each other on and shit got way out of hand. Very, very fast. Yeah. They realized, especially after Dead Suicide, that if they just kept it to talk and never actually did anything, they would slowly lose their street cred Mm -hmm. and become nothing more than a joke. And if there's one thing, quote unquote, evil hates more than anything, it's being laughed at. Ooh, don't laugh at them. That's all we do. That's our job. That's our no, job. I'm not laughing at him. I'm not laughing at Varg. I'm no, not going to do that.
0: This got sent to several d- uh, b- black metal bands. The last
1: episode did. It did so, get sent to bla- many black metal fans. And are,
2: yeah, we're
0: fans <laughs> of the music.
1: I just oh, yeah. want to go to the concerts. Yeah, I think some, they have more of a sense of humor now.
2: There were there are definitely some black metal bands that were very into it. We apparently uh, angered. A few black metal
1: bands, quite a bit. No, I don't think that's possible. That's all right. But it's on brand. You can't for them. anger black metal bands; they're a fun loving bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and so,
2: since these guys decided they needed to put their words into practice, the church burnings began. Ooh. Now, it all started with just a little vandalism and theft at a church where the guys stole a bunch of goblets and crosses and shit to decorate their record store with. Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, churches are filled with really cool things. (laughs) So that's kind of on the church.
0: It would be kind of cool to drink, like, out of one of the chalices that the priest has, and then every once
1: in a while just dip my balls in it. (laughs) You know there's a bone in all of the in the Catholic Church, they all have a saints bone in the main table. Really? That's yeah, dark stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Well,
2: cool. Then, right around the time of a Morbid Angel show in late 1991, there was a rash of cemetery desecrations. Ooh. Then, on Saturday, June 6th, 1992, the 6th day of the 6th month, Of the sixth day of the week. (laughs) A group of black metal scenesters, strongly suspected to be led by Varg, (laughs) set fire to Fantoft Church, five miles south of Bergen, destroying a structure that had stood for over eight 100 years. Wow.
0: Now, th- why do I feel that if you have a bunch of Norwegians following somebody in a forest, it has to be led by flute? It must <laughs> like, be- Why do I feel like you have to go... Like, do, 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 in order to get Norwegians to do anything as a group? Like with a... pump? Pump, pump, pump. Like somebody with a big tuba, and like a people like running next door with like a big stick with like streamers on it for a pagan thing.
1: I almost started marching when you were doing that, Henry. Absolutely. Maybe I got a little Norwegian blood in me.
2: I don't know. I think it's just it's it's like when we were in Scotland. and You remember they started playing that fiddle music and I we had all danced. My knees, my knees started hitting my belly button. Yeah, I had that I was Just th- I was jerking. Yeah, I had that same thing walking through Grand Central yesterday. There was a woman playing like jaunty
1: fiddle, and yeah. it heart me it 's unbelievable what is it we're just what is it with being white and, and fiddle music? <laughs> it just you have to move uh,
2: according to an interview Varg gave before the group burned the church, they chased down a rabbit, which he said was actually more difficult than burning down the church. Well, no kidding, the rabbit's moving The church is just sitting there for eight hundred years. They then decapitated the bunny and laid the body on the church steps Varg said quote the point was to spread more sorrow. I was like when I was the first
0: person to ruin the ending of Six Sense for
2: all of <laughs> Norway. <laughs> oh, poor bunny. A month later, Revheim Church went down. Then, a month after that, Ormoya burned. Then Skjold. Hmm? Then Halketu. Then Esserne. Then came Serpsburg which was the site of the first true casualty of the black metal scene. Oh, no. So no
1: more, not just having fun anymore. Not we just got real no, ramifications no. Here. no, no,
2: no. This is when shit gets actually real. Okay. There, a firefighter lost his life trying to put out a fire that these dickhead kids started because life was fucking too good in Norway. Mm. And it is a damn shame that this guy is largely forgotten when people cover this story. This shit had very real-life consequences. Like, you know, like leave out the part where they're destroying beautiful historical objects they're destroying historical landmarks this shit is dangerous it is killing people and rabbits you see i also i mean like i i you know of course being on brand
0: i fucking hate i don't i don't care about churches being burnt but i do i do understand that there's a part of it being like you're destroying centers of communities which is really fucked up and because in the end it's kind of interesting when you do the breakdown of stave churches anyways a lot of times they're built in the formation of the serpent. As it is, they have dragon heads. They're They've got cool. scales on the side of it, purposely built, and so they're they're very metal. It's actually like I mean I, I will say you're like looking at them. I also understand how the Burning Church makes a great album cover, yeah.
1: but it's you know it's bad in reality. Yeah, churches are beautiful buildings. Some of yeah. the best bu- uh, buildings in the entire world are uh, based be, uh, are created because of religion. Yeah, and you can do anything with them. <laughs> you can you can turn them into a bed and breakfast if you really want to. Yeah, see that's the thing, so. is that you
0: could just it's actually for me, way more metal to buy the church and
1: flip it into the new Helvetta record store. See, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah. And you can just keep all of the art in there. The Catholic Church, when they do the stations of the cross, it's a horror movie. Yeah, it is. It's very brutal. I remember that growing up.
2: Now, it's hard to say just how many church burnings the Norwegian Black Circle was responsible for, but it's estimated that as of 1998, they were the cause of about a third of all church arsons in Norway. However, that number—
1: What were the other two-thirds? How many church arsons were happening (laughs) in Norway?
2: What— well the thing is about church uh, uh, The thing is about arsonists is that churches are actually Very popular uh, Targets for arsonists oh, okay. because they're empty uh, They're mm. out of the way uh, And most of the time uh, arsonists aren't Looking to kill anybody they're getting a sexual
0: Pleasure out of, out of watching it burn A part of it's about the chaos And that's kind yeah. of what they try to they try to actually Analyze these guys saying That well maybe they got some pleasure out of it But I think a lot of the times they were goading Each other yeah. it was this thing where the, the It was this, this top Game where someone had to do something, and you had Varg stoking the flames, good, like dip, dip, uh, b- literally, like out there, like making everybody do it. But then you have all these copycat crimes happening at the same time because as soon as it starts happening, it's it's like what we talked about with the Zodiac killer when there's a bunch of crimes in Son of Sam when shits already happening, it's much easier to throw other crimes in the mix because it's harder to investigate them. It
1: just seems like they they're only one third of the of of the church burnings, and they're really making a big deal out of it. Like there's the two thirds of the church burnings, but the two thirds of the church burning people are actually more metal than they are
2: <laughs> well that number could actually be higher out really? of 44 church burnings from 1992 Jeez. to 1995 every single case solved involved a black metal fan or musician in oh. one way or another And amazingly It's a lot of churches It's a lot of churches, yeah And amazingly, none of this shit was organized It was all spur of the moment, let's go out and do it right
1: now type of shit
2: I mean, it wasn't like they had like a cemetery division or like a church burning committee Yeah All this shit just happened
1: There was no hashtag trending on Twitter, burn down the churches or anything like that No,
0: No, that would be controversial That would be controversial Honestly, there would be a lot of think pieces that would come out of that
2: Oh, yeah now, according to Lords of Chaos, as we said, the vast majority of people who burn down churches are your regular run-of-the-mill jerk-off arsonists who get a sexual thrill from seeing a building burn down. But one of the reasons why Norway is special, as opposed to a lot of other Scandinavian countries, is that Norway has a large number of stave churches. Okay. Now, stave churches are medieval structures made of wood, mm. of course, making them highly flammable, much more flammable than a lot of the stone churches that you see around Europe. Right. Right. So, not only do you have a structure that is almost guaranteed to burn, you also have in stave churches a powerful symbol for the black metal community namely, the replacement of Norse mythology with Christianity that occurred in Scandinavia in medieval times.
0: The erasing of their culture, the rolling Mm. of stone over blood, Kissel. The way you (laughs) look at me, it's like you don't understand the struggle of the Germanic people, which at the same time, according to your skin and hair and
1: eyes, you most certainly do. I have red hair and brown eyes. (laughs) What's going on here? So these guys are just being dumb Dumpy kids, yeah, yes, and so they're drunk the whole time. I guarantee you that.
0: Yeah, a lot of oh, them yeah. are drunk. Oh move. yeah, because that's how you spur yourself to do the crimes. They're sitting in Hell, Vetta. They're fucking. They're killing a twenty-four case of of Brock. I don't know what a Norwegian beer is. I have no is. idea. Yeah, that's a sudden, tough to say. They're, they're getting just motivated to go outside, and we're like, ah, yeah, yeah, because again, they're Germanic people. I just recently rewatched The Bride of Frankenstein. They love getting into groups, <laughs> and we <laughs> I don't know if you.
1: I don't know if Bride of Frankenstein is the greatest example of. Uh, the Germanic people. Yeah, I think all those were Americans that were playing those No, no,
2: no, 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 no. (laughs) Truer (laughs) than true. See, for these guys, some of them were burning churches just for the sake of it to be evil. Others were burning them to prove themselves, to show that they were worthy of being a part of a scene, but others were burning the churches in a symbolic act of revenge. Mm. Their motive was to erase Christianity completely from Scandinavia and particularly Norway, and the man at the forefront of that sect was Varg Vikernes. Varg. Now, Varg wanted to return Norway to the spirituality of his ancestors before Christianity arrived, that of Odin and Thor. Uh, actually, it's actually Othin. Dar- is it, I thought is it, was, it Othin? Is it Othin, or is it Voden, or Voken, or what is it? They don't have... No one agrees on this stuff. I think it's Odin. Can a man or a
0: woman <laughs> contain pantheons? I'll tell you what, Dogmeat, I believe they can. Each one is many. And each many is one. I
1: don't even know what the hell you're talking about. (laughs)
2: Al (laughs) Sutra. Well, according to Varg, that first church burning actually had nothing to do with 666 Satan. That was just a bonus. Mm. What it really had to do with was on June 6th in the year 793, one of the first Viking raids in history occurred in Britain at Lindisfarne, where Vikings plundered a monastery and murdered some monks in the style that Vikings were known for. That's fucking sweet. Stop, That's imagine if Vikings had it's fucking armor. It's, sure. no, it's just I think the monks, the monks should
1: have gone all Shaolin on him and, and tried to beat him before, yeah, that but was, they didn't I what guess. What a
0: cool movie that would be monks versus Vikings. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the monks got Shaolin but all the Vikings got double fucking axe blades yeah. and they're spinning back and forth and then one of them has got like he came from the future so he's got a gun but it's got a fucking like a harpoon axe in it and he shoots it at a Shaolin monk and he's like Whoa! (laughs) and he fucking kicks it into the face of like a a man who's got half a face because he's got metal eyes. Yeah,
1: next time we're pitching the show for last podcast on the left, just do that. Just say that. If if the pitch is going, if it's derailed, just pitch that movie, and I think we got ourselves a screenplay.
2: Now, related to that, the church in Fantoft held a specific significance in the war between Norse paganism and Christianity. Fantoft's cross had purposely been built on a Norse altar of worship Mm. known as a horg. A horg? Horg. <laughs> yes. Like, horg. H- like hog, but with an R put in there.
0: Oh, Also, n- 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 that is also a Norwegian for ex-girlfriend. <laughs> mm,
2: horg. <laughs> Interesting. Varg has been quoted as saying, Basically, I am a worshipper of Otham, god of war and death. Balsam exists exclusively for
0: Otham the one-eyed enemy of the Christian God.
1: I don't know about this Varg guy. I'm starting to think he's kind of a (laughs) Um, D-bag.
0: I'll tell you, Kissel, why don't you go ahead and spend about the two and a half hours that I spent watching Varg's personal blogs on YouTube, which we will talk about even more so in the next episode. I did. And it's sort of like, it is like, being trapped in a carpool to work with the IT guy, and then you find <laughs> out that he has a lot of opinions about ethno nationalism uh-huh. and uh, why bodybuilding is bad and the ways that you should eat and having white babies, mm-hmm. and you hear it again and again and again with the same. He talks like this, it's just like. And today we'll talk about. It. It's like, um, is Vogue a white supremacist? Let's find out. He's the begins every <laughs> oh, YouTube
2: video
1: just yeah. like that. every single so the one. Navy, yeah, probably, he, yes. he has a
2: little thesis statement, and then he says. Let's find out.
1: Let's find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Interesting guy. Oh, yeah. In no way did I want to hang him out of the window like uh, Suge Knight did to Vanilla Ice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Varg is a follower of Asatru. Asatru. What, whatever. It's an Asatru. Asatru. It's Asatru. <laughs>
2: Well, that means, loosely, belief in the old gods. Mm. It's a paganistic way of worship that focuses on the polytheistic pantheon of the Norse gods, as well as a great reverence for nature. Honestly, it's a
0: very beautiful, it's kind of a beautiful religion in terms of, yeah. like, there, there's cool imagery in it, right? Because it's kind of based on this concept of the tree of life, which is all reality as we know it. And that it, you there's the tree, and then there's the well, the well of Mirir, which is... Like you basically put all of your karma, all of your present deeds, go in there, and it's basically like your spiritual bank account. Things pop out of it, and then all the gods are fucking awesome, like Woden or Odin, whatever. He's like psychedelic. No. Like he did all He popped out his own eye and he threw it into the Well of Miri in order to get true wisdom, and then he hung himself upon the Tree of Wisdom. And what does that even fucking mean? Because that's just reality itself. He did it for nine days mm. and survived, and came out with the power of the runes, which are called seeds of the earth. And you go out there and. He he could create all reality. He fucking went all the way there and back. And then you got Thor, who's super cool, super friendly, but he's super aggressive. And then you've got. We're um, we're he's, we're no, dude, no, dude, he's, he's, We've, got a, we've got a nerd alert. I want to hear this. This stuff. is a religious nerd alert, as a matter <laughs> of fact. An extra nerd alert. <laughs> uh, is it nerdy that Othan has two wolves, Gary the, and Freki? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, And he has two ravens, Hugan and Meunon? I
1: almost vomited it, but yes, we, yes, it is all nerdy. And
0: they all get along, but I get Hugan is the dumb one and Munin is the smart snarky one and then Gary's the sweet one and they one. put their rings together and
1: they summon Captain Planet <laughs> no, and a lot of fun tear? things happen you're
2: <laughs> no,
0: no, just you, saying no <laughs> saying but the no. problem is is again uh, Al-Satru ends up turning into some sort of racist religion because it's very it's by the people that practice it because it's very much about like being proud of being from Norway and how like the most yeah. beautiful thing you've ever seen is like a sparsely tree covered hill covered with graves and snow.
1: It <laughs> and becomes it's racist real. and anti Semitic and white nationalist because it's created by human beings who are racist, anti Semitic, white nationalists. No, it was this this is is created true.
2: by people that were racist and anti Semitic. They're and white all nazis. racist. No, they're now, not. In the beginning, what? it was well, not. I want to see in their the, record albums. The, <laughs> no, in the <laughs> very beginning, the, it was not. It's one of the oldest religions in the entire world. Yes. Right, it's one fun. of those. It's one of those things that got taken yeah, and it's, made into a racist Exactly. Thing. But that does not make it inherently racist just because it was co-opted by racist people. Okay. Which ruins
0: it. it. It inherently has a us versus them mentality built into it because this idea that nobody respects nature the way the followers of True does, which actually makes it work perfectly for the metal world. Because metal fans, more than any other group, especially black metal, like the people that practice it, are so much us versus them. It's crazy. Like it's very like because they believe that they're their own army and they needed to wage a weevil war against everyone else. We'll be like, no, man, just bridge the gap, help bring black, mer- black metal to America. It would be pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying why they killed the rabbit.
0: Oh why God. are you... All right,
1: I'm just... All right, that's good. Never mind. I'm going to let it go. You're just being stubborn. I'm not being <laughs> stubborn. I'm asking why they killed the rabbit. Well, it's a, but you can't take the
2: actions of a couple of dickheads in 1994 uh-huh. and completely throw away a religion that's been around I for 40,000 years. I love it. I love I it. I do it's believe for, that they
0: should change. And end, I don't think anything should be around for thousands of years without changing. At some point, you got to change it. But the problem is you have the two people. What the coolest part about Alpha throws all the fun fucking the 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 emblems oh the symbolism and all the fucking every story in altitude should be a fucking comic book they're fucking awesome the story of like tear fate and facing fenris the wolf is sweet they did it's a cut it's called thor that's what Uh, thor is no. Oh, yeah, there's a movie coming out. There's a, there's a second movie or third movie coming out. And then Freya, who's nude all the time. And then Frey, who's the god of the fertility, and his cock is so big and long that they had to build him with statues. They didn't want to show his cock, so they put a towel over it. Kind of like when you do, like, when you, like, trick your girlfriend when you have a hard-on, you put, like, a little, like, washcloth over him. and you're like, hey, look what I Look what's here, you know? And then they do that with all the statues until later on to the 80s that so they started building new statues of Frey and his cock is like 12 inches long, and they like that. (laughs)
2: every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a
1: flavorful dry rub.
2: Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick. To my morning, so I got myself some chai. Texas Pete Sriracha sauce. And I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of chai. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete. Sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST. 24 for 20% off at
1: TexasPete.com.
0: No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key.
1: Yeah, it's very key. You
0: gotta communicate clearly. All these emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently. So you can make a bigger impact at work. It's like you're Captain Kirk and Grammarly is Data. And you're kissing a lady on another planet. And Data is just trying to make sure you write better. Better writing means a stronger impact. And Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. And by understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. It did begin to understand when I was yelling and when I was doing bits versus because I do use Grammarly, and it's nice. But I will also say Grammarly does will do the thing where it's like, um, I think maybe you missed a little comma. Here, blah blah blah. Oh, and it's like, yeah, I know. Thank you, Grammarly. Like, thank, I get it. Yes, but still, like, maybe we could just think about what I'm going through today, right? But Grammarly really does help because that's what we all need—a stern teacher with glasses and uh, little buckled shoes. That's Grammarly to me. That's what I see. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com/podcast. That's com slash podcast Easier said, done. It's sports. <laughs> <laughs> Prize picks. Football season. Maybe over, but the action on the floor, what's oh, eating up? Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah, toss that rock! Come on, guys! Yeah, pass it around. Get on the excitement with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops. Your earring hoops. You're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. Conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Basketball. Prize picks even offers injury insurance so that your entry stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine if Bobby Bonilla played basketball? Woo-wee, dog! Then, it would be more like baseball, but Bobby Bonilla would still be crushing it in the contract game! Woo! The deadliest game of all. Download the app today and use code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
2: Well, the other funny thing about these black metal guys is that, yes, they were taking on Christianity because it had destroyed their places of worship and had tried to erase their gods from their national identity, but the other reason why they treated Christianity with such disdain is because they saw it as weak. They thought that Christianity wasn't brutal enough anymore. They wanted to return to the days of the Inquisition, when people would be tortured to death with implements like the anal pear and the Spanish donkey, <laughs>
1: the Iron Maiden. <laughs> yes. What's this? Oh, the Spanish donkey. Yeah, yeah, that's a brutal one. Oh yeah, the Spanish donkey. too. Yeah, the Spanish donkey is uh, the
2: kind of like triangle that has like a sharpened edge on it, yeah. uh, and they put you you ride the triangle, and what? they put uh, weights down on your feet, and it slowly splits you. And
1: half.
0: See, there's something Spanish to me about that. When I see Spanish, I think of taking a nap at
2: 4 p.m. and eating a bunch of olives and octopus, Having fun. (laughs) That's not torture at all. Well, the black metal guys believe that by burning churches, they would make Christianity stronger, which would cause the Satanists to strike back again. And that small conflict would start a war that would annihilate the world. But in the end, they did this for PR. They
0: did this Uh to bump their numbers. Varg realized that – Varg was very canny. The move to Alta through, in my mind, from Satanism was him understanding of there's a gap here that I can basically do what PR companies are doing now in the United States of America and attach an ideology to people buying records. And if I can attach, like, this kind of – this lifestyle to our work and what we do, then that's going to make our audience super loyal. He's very – like, that's what he did. So that's what all of this – came from. That's what makes him technically, to me, more evil, as that he did all this shit for the, to move some
2: units. Yeah, for branding reasons. Oh, yeah. And it did definitely spread into fandom. On July 26, 1992, a house belong- belonging to Christopher Johnson, lead singer of the death metal band Therion, mm. was set on fire following an argument with the Count. And the fire was put out before any real damage could be done, but investigators found a note. Mm. It said, The Count was here, and he will come come back. Shortly after, Johnson received a longer letter which read,
0: "Hello victim. This is Count Grushnok of Bursum. I have just come home from a journey to Sweden, and I think I lost the match and assigned Bursum LP. Haha. <laughs> Perhaps I will make a return trip soon, and maybe this time you won't wake up in the middle of the night. I will give you a lesson in fear." We are really mentally deranged. Our methods are death and torture. Our victims will die slowly. They must die slowly so that we can leave because we run slowly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so he's going through his kind of uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez phase when she burnt down Andre Risen's house. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> this is very aggressive stuff. But
2: it wasn't him. It was a yes. 60, an 18-year-old girl named Suvi. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. She oh was just looking goodness. for the Count's favor. And when they asked her... What why she had done this? She said,
0: "I did it on a mission for our leader's account. I love the count." His fantasies are the best.
1: Oh, my. So, I mean, the sad that thing is Varg is the smart one. Yeah. And then they just get dumber and dumber as the followers go. It's this dangerous. is where it gets dangerous. Yeah, 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 It's very
0: similar to any white supremacist movement where the smart ones are on top and the dumb ones are on bottom. It's like that's kind of what he did is that he basically was just like, I'll use all of these idiots as chess pieces because
1: they're going to want to look as cool as me, which is sad. There are no smart white supremacists by nature. By definition, they are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Now, for her troubles, they locked her up in a mental incident. For two years. Oh, but that's not to say that these guys weren't burning down a shitload of churches. They were definitely doing that. One of them said after being asked how it all happened without any real organization, he said, I don't know. I guess after the
0: first church burned down in Bergen, people got very enthusiastic about it. It seems
2: like it. And that's the tone of all these guys. Like, when they talk about the church Good burnings, Lord. like, when they talk to him now, or at least when they talk to him in the 90s during Lords of Chaos, uh, or the late 90s, early 2000s, they were like, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, church burnings, it's fine. Whatever. I don't care. Like, I like it. I like it fine. I think there's other ways to do it now, but I like it. I it wish seemed, more churches
1: had burned. It seemed to become a pastime for these guys, huh? Well, yeah. now they're just so over it. Yeah, it, it was just
0: so like, uh, uh, yes, church burnings, and they act like all the shit, but it's all an act. Every single thing that they do is an is an act. The closest right. person to being honest now is Fenris. Yeah who came back from uh, from Dark Throne. He's, like, kind of rejected all the lifestyle and trying to be real, where Varga's thinking he's doing the same thing, but he keeps telling the same stories again and again and again, where it sounds like you're not over it, because he says the Euronymous story, like, five
2: or six times in his hundreds of YouTube videos. And that's the thing about Euronymous, is that, He was the guy that was supposedly at the forefront of the whole scene. He was supposed to be the leader, the figurehead, but he actually didn't participate in a lot of this stuff. Hmm. It seems like the majority of it was done by guys like Varg and Samoth of Emperor, who said he burned churches because, quote, It felt right to do so. Like when one wants to sing a song in a musical. <laughs> yes. The
0: emotions get so big that you
1: begin to sing and express yourself. You see how natural that is. Well, that, Henry brings up a good point. When do they play music? Oh. Do, are they
2: performing at all during this they time? They play, all they do is play. I mean, church burning is not, that's an evening. That's an yeah, okay. That so ju- the, so the concerts during happening. the day, and the church happening.
1: burnings are at night. Yeah, but they're okay. not
2: burning churches every single night. They okay. definitely don't have jobs. No jobs. It, yeah, it's not like they're going to a job all day long and then going and burning churches at night. And that's the other thing about these guys. You know, they're trying to rebel against Norwegian society. Every single fucking one of them are on welfare. Yeah, like these uh, okay. guys. Yeah, these guys are all living off of the government dime. And this is the society. That's the fucking ironic thing about mm. it. And that's what's ironic about most of these people is uh, they're complaining about. society society being too good, they're con- complaining about the standard of living in Norway being too high. Right. The reason why the, the standard of living in Norway being too high, that's why you can be a black metal musician. That's right, why you right, can right. spend all day hanging out in a record store waxing philosophical about the nature of evil and Satan. Yeah. Because yeah. right. the government's taking care of you. Like an asshole.
0: And then you have to go there <laughs> you have to do anything. Like, cause he's, he's it's very, it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, it's cause it's also the posing. It's all of the posing that got everybody in trouble. And then what we're gonna find out, what Var calls the media event in next episode, and all these things, and the way he builds it all up, they all get used. And essentially, this whole church burning
2: movement ruins all of their lives. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Let's well, see, Euronymous his star was starting to fall a little bit in the eyes of some of the musicians in the scene. And not surprisingly, mm. Euronymous was a shitty businessman. And a lot of the guys hadn't been paid royalties from the records he'd released through Death Like Silence Productions. What?
1: Yeah, I can't, can, can you imagine having to go to Euronymous and be like, uh, so yeah, um, you know, I got rent coming up and I haven't eaten in a couple of days. Is just possible to just get the Yeah, check? yeah,
0: about that. You know, it would be like totally the most evil thing in the world. Now, my big thing is, you know, I tell people, like, I told you to wear that choker necklace and necklace yeah, that you yeah, wear. Yeah. And you look fucking cool, right? Yeah, cool. You like that, right? Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Isn't that cool? It's cool. I told cool, yeah. <laughs> you cool. to wear those shoes.
0: You went on, you bought those shoes. Yeah, you look yeah, good. I feel cool. Right? Right? Yeah. right? Yeah, feel cool. What would not be the most evil thing in the world but to not pay you your royalties? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, great. It's yeah, it's cool, cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Now you're going to get out of my shop. I'm going to buy a new crop top, which is funny because what I have to do is buy a normal shirt, and I have to cut
2: it into cut a crop the top. the shirt, yeah. So, I'll, I'll be going. <laughs> yeah. Well, all these guys were starting to see that Euronimus' whole thing was just an act. And now, I'm not going to say that the black metal scene was a cult. It absolutely was not. But there was definitely some cult mentality happening, and it wasn't necessarily about control or power It was about influence. It was about who was going to set the tone. And I think, above all, it was about ego, particularly the ego of Varg Vikernes. Because
0: these dudes are all hanging out they are, they're hanging out in this record shop. They want to perpetuate this lifestyle. They don't want it to ever change. People are starting to come around. It's starting, like it's, There's a lot of interest starting to be developed. But the problem is true is that, like, Euronymous is just spending everybody's money. His whole plan is not working out. So you're just staring at this dude while you're mm-hmm. having three other, like, truly dangerous people. Because, like, Varg is now becoming a dangerous person. Hellhammer is dangerous. Uh, we're going to find out bond Hellhammer's bond dangerous from, yeah. <laughs> yeah I <laughs> cannot Hell
1: believe A man named Hellhammer Is dangerous <laughs> I refuse to believe it I
0: actually think He would be a lot scary If his name was just like Terrence I think that would Actually be scary <laughs> If he looked like that And be like Have you met Brian And he's like Hello I'm Brian <laughs> like Brian seems off today um, But they go So you have like All of these elements Happening And now everyone's Just staring at Euronymous Who's sitting in there With a the white sweatshirt on Eating a kebab Right With all of your money Right right
2: <laughs> Yeah, and that is how it all ended in murder, which we'll get to in the conclusion
1: to Norwegian Black Metal. All right, Norwegian Black Metal. Part 2 in the books interesting stuff. Do you feel that you've learned a lot? I feel uh, confused on how to pronounce a lot of things.
2: Yeah, that's yes. I do too.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do too
2: and I know I'm I know we're going to get all all the tweets and yes. Well, who we knows, knows forgot, how to pronounce yeah, these things? Yeah, guys. We forgot we didn't forget Stoner Metal. I just didn't mention stoner metal because we couldn't spend half the episode talking about all the different kinds of metal. No, so yeah, kind of, stoner, what's metal, stoner like metal, Sleep. Go, go listen to Sleep. There's a band named Sleep. Yeah, they're great. Actually, oh okay. Yeah, there's an album that's what just about- like one long song. Yeah, just
0: boom, 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 boom,
2: boom, yeah. Oh, well, that's kind of okay. funny. And then there's drone metal with like Sun O, who's fucking great. Yeah, there's okay. A lot of there's a lot of bands that we didn't mention. It sounds kind of like this. <laughs>
1: a little bit, no, that one. That's more like different. Like a helicopter landing. All right. Oh! What about Spoon? What's, what's the mi- band Spoon all about? Spoon's like indie rock. Yes. That's indie rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. that's not even, that could not be further away from metal. I saw them live. I, I just yeah, don't Spoon's know. Spoon's great. <laughs> they were fun. Yeah, yeah, they, of of they were fun. fun. Yeah. There was a fight. There was a fight at the Spoon concert, as a matter of fact.
2: I would actually imagine there's much more likelihood of being a fight at a Spoon concert than in a Sun-O concert. But
1: the music wasn't very violent. No, it's no. not. But there was a fight. I don't know what happened. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. What do we have to talk about? We have uh, September 22nd. We're in Toronto. Yes, please come out to the Toronto show. Please come out. And then uh, September 23rd, we're in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but that show's sold out. Okay, that show is sold out. But yeah. we'll hang out with uh, – if you can't get there, you know, just hang out. We'll we'll meet you.
0: So if you liked our uh, series that we're doing, uh, Black Metal, which we're doing right now, you should also check out the Death Metal Boys. They're also doing a series on uh, Black Metal that's pretty sweet. So if you can't get enough – oh. Uh black metal which i think is is easy it's like there's a lot of people like really interested in the topic yeah so it's, uh, it's fun it's like i fucking love
1: this shit who knew who knew there was so much into it oh i know there. Well, yeah, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Henry Loves You at Marcus Parks at Ben Kissel. Follow us on Instagram at Doctor Fantasty at Marcus Parks at Ben Kissel the number one, and follow us on all of the bullshits at LP on the left.
2: That's
1: it. And let's see. Um, Go to
2: uh, LastPodcastNetwork.com to check out all the other shows that we have here on the network. We got a new one. It's called The Story Must Be Told. Ooh. Features uh, roundtable favorites Reed Failer, uh, Reed Failer, and Andrew Short. If you like really weird, bizarre, surreal stuff uh it's like a storytelling show uh it's really fucking cool i'm really excited to have it on the network
1: check that out also uh lpn network last podcast network mm-hmm. check out uh against top for everything political uh round table of gentlemen page seven sex and other human activities movie sign with the mads uh so many great shows coming yeah uh right uh, to you there on the network i want to actually reach out to some of
0: the people that gave us the, the did the they gave us five stars on itunes i've seen what you've done here there's some people. <laughs> someone immediately said that they don't like what we're joking about. I got to stop reading these iTunes p- podcasts. You really got to stop I reading guys, the I Never I read the reviews. reviews. Never. It's not real. I just like to go at the people that said Henry sent me because there were a bunch of people. Where is it? Henry sent me. Oh, we got Emma Hill said Henry sent me. What's going on? I don't know if you even do. I don't know how you know what your iTunes account is. I don't even know how you'd even find that. I would say that uh, the best by Joey Bags. Thank you. She you. says Henry sent me. <laughs> Man, man says Henry. Uh, we got the real bull. Uh, a rust player did it. They all did that. Uh, Yajira B did that. All right. You know what I mean?
1: We- <laughs> There's a lot of these.
0: There's, I'm just looking at these. I didn't realize just how many there was of the Henry sent me's. The love on the bluff <laughs> has got on there. Well, thank There's you, love on the bluff. Yeah. Everybody did good. Oh, yeah. j,
1: j-, j- Mo Gator. I like him. He sounds like a college football coach. Yeah, j, j-, j-, Mo j- Gator. G- <laughs> all right, everyone. See, j Mo Gator. I love them. It's Saturday. Hail our Razorbacks.
0: (laughs) Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. Hail Geen. Hail me. And make sure before you shut off this podcast, you need to go to Amazon right now, buy yourself a Mjolnir (laughs) Hammer to wear on a lanyard (laughs) in order to show all the Norwegians on your block that they
1: are home. Magoostalations.
2: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?